Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Dolly. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds on 1037 The Buzz. Welcome to Out of Bounds from the Hogs Meat Market Studio. Joe Franklin, Todd Pierce, Reggie Swinton. That was the national championship game. The first couple of possessions for Michigan. They go on to beat Washington 34-13. And as it was pointed out on the broadcast, turns out that was all Michigan needed was those first two touchdowns. The way the result was and, and the score, 34-13. They only needed those first two. They scored 14 and put the game away early. Now, Washington made a, a little bit of a run before halftime, but Michigan in the end, just too powerful. Last night, Michigan was <clears throat> just too strong up front. That offensive line, they dominated, and that was nothing Washington could do to even stop them. And so they came out early, and they put their mark on the game. And I think Washington had doubts after that. And, um, and then Penix, as good as he's been all year long, he picked the wrong night to have an off night and then something else those receivers were not catching the ball so when you couple that together and playing against a well-oiled machine like Michigan it was not going to be a good night for Washington I couldn't tell if that was Washington or if that was Kansas City with all those drop balls oh, oh wow yeah yeah it's been a problem <laughs> and I say that as a Chiefs fan <laughs> Washington they had several <clears throat> problems though so and, and a lot of it was caused by Michigan but Penix he missed some open receivers not only throwing the ball in their direction and missing them that way, but just missing them in his line of sight because uh, he had Rome Adunze on the left side when he threw that pick. He threw it in the triple coverage. Adunze was open on the left side. He had a couple more receivers that were open, and uh, he just never saw them, but it, a lot of it had to do with the pressure that Michigan was putting on him. But the thing is, Michigan was getting to him with just four guys. It wasn't no blitz initially, so... When you can get to, to the quarterback with just four guys rushing and play zone back, you got more guys back covering than you have guys going out. So that's what got to him was people was the D line getting to him on the outside edge, forcing him back up in the middle where he had no vision, no sight, and had too many guys back to the back end. So you know, man, big ups to Michigan. Coach Harbaugh had a great game plan, and uh, you know, I told y'all last week that Michigan was going to be too powerful, and you know they were. Washington running back Dylan Johnson, he uh, he fought through injury. He played. He had 11 carries. But it seemed like they should have gotten some more carries to somebody else at, at some point during the game because you could clearly see that he wasn't going to be effective. And they needed to run the ball just a little bit instead of just dropping back to pass every time. Or even if they were dropping back to pass and they could throw the ball to the running back out of the backfield, they needed somebody else to be able to throw the ball to other than Dylan Johnson. And I said the same thing last night. So last night, Washington got into passing panic mode too soon. And they became pass happy. And they abandoned uh, number seven, who was also hurt. Um, when they got into that mode, that just let uh, Michigan sit back, pin their ears back, and just tee off on it. And so you have to have some sort of run game to slow down the pass rush. And they did not have that at all. And Michigan was just dominant last night up front. Michigan made an incredible interception also, Will Johnson, where um, he the the receiver actually made a play on the ball, 
and the defender and Will Johnson, he got his hands on it, and then he stayed with it, and he was able to catch it going to the ground, and that kind of changed the way things were going early in the game also where it looked like Washington had a chance to get back in it, and they throw that pick, and uh, just really an incredible play. And that was kind of the story of the night that Michigan just seemed to be in the right places at the right times, making the right plays, and it made all the difference. Well, when you look at, like, earlier on in the game, Joe, when when Washington came out, um, they was trying to press too hard on just relying on Penix. And um, he just wasn't hitting the mark last night. And that secondary came to play. And when you look at Harbaugh and what he put together in that scheme, man, it don't matter who they played last night. Michigan was on a mission last night to dominate. And and that was a big game for them. And Harbaugh, uh, what's he going to do now? Oh, he's he's on. He's on, to he the, do now? he's on to the next. He's about to leave, make that step back to the NFL. And – this is the way for him to go out. Go out on top. Win a championship in college football. Get back to the NFL. He already has hired Tom Brady's agent, Tom Yee, and um, he's going to look out for his future. Now, of course, Michigan, they need to, um, they need to make an offer to him and, and try to see what, what's possible there. But just with some of the NCAA implications, I was about to say that. we've seen that in the past where a coach like, Pete Carroll has moved on. And, um, and and coaches, when they're in that situation in college, they make the jump. And it's time for Jim Harbaugh to do the same. But here's what I wonder, Joe. When you look at a coach like that, that know he may be leaving, it's a, a slight thought in the back of your mind you may be leaving, but you're still out here recruiting. What's the mind frame of that coach knowing, hey, I'm leaving, but I got to go here and, you know, um, assign these guys? What are they thinking? Do I tell these guys? Do I – not tell them, do I give them a hint? I don't know because I've never been there. But I always wonder, what are those guys thinking when, when they know they're leaving and they're still going to visit these kids in their home? You still have to be in the present in, in the present state of mind, even if you have other thoughts. Because, you know, it, it's funny you mentioned that because last night Jim Harbaugh was asked about, you know, how long do you enjoy this? How long you take it in until you start thinking about what's next? And he said, well... We're going to push spring football back a bit because we usually start around Valentine's Day. And so when he said that right away, everybody's like, okay, he just mentioned spring football at Michigan. But that's the frame of mind that he has to be in, at least publicly, to just let everybody know that things are going to continue to go on the way that they have. I'm looking at last night's stats right here, and this says it all right here. So Michigan just threw the ball 19 times. They ran 38 times. Washington uh, Washington threw the ball 51 times and ran the ball 20 times. That's it. They they really played into what Michigan wanted to do, That's into it. their game plan. Right. And that did have to do with Dylan Johnson being hurt. So get another running back in there. Get them some carries. And, and whenever they did spread the ball around as far as rushing the ball, it was more about the receivers and getting them involved in the running game Dylan Johnson, he tried to lay it out there and play through injury, but it just wasn't good enough. And then Penix got hurt as well in that play with his mental. <clears throat> but, hey, let's just go ahead and say it, man. Last night was Michigan's night, no matter who they played. Last night they were on the mission. And and is his name McCarthy? McCarthy, the uh, QB? McCarthy, yeah, just like uh, the Cowboys coach, McCarthy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> He did a great job of being a good leader last night, man, and so I was happy for that young man as well. There are people out there that believe that whatever Michigan does is tainted. It's up to you to decide, but hail, hail Michigan. They are the champions of college football 2023. If you want to get into the show today, you can call 501-661-1037. Southern Structural Solutions text line, same number. 501-661-1037. 501-661-1037. Gangster Museum of America Life and Feedback. And that's the question out there. How do you feel about Michigan's championship? If, do you feel like it's tainted in no. some kind of way? No. Do you no. feel like Georgia would have boat raced them had they played uh, Michigan instead? No, nobody cares about that. Nah. Like, like nah. That's, that's a hypothetical. Nobody cares about that. My son said last night, Dad, I'm so glad 
that we don't have Georgia or Bama playing. It's two new teams. He's 21 years old. So I think some people are just wanting to see new faces and new places. And so that was a good thing last night, too. Yeah, so so for the listeners, we want to put that out. How do you feel about this championship? Is it is it tainted? Do you think that something is going to happen with Michigan's championship or just celebrate Michigan for getting through an incredible season? Half the season, Jim Harbaugh didn't even coach, and uh, they go on to do great things. Those players are going to get them rings and be excited. They're not going to worry about what the outside people think about it. Those players laid everything on the line, and they earned that championship last night. Southern Structural Solutions text line, J.K. says, good for Michigan. Rebecca says, same thing as you, Todd, where she's a diehard Chiefs fan. She thought same thing last night watching some of those drops and the way that that kind of unfolded. And Eric from in Benton says, keep KC out your mouth. <laughs> I keep KC in my mouth because I am a fan. So I, I, I was just I was just having flashbacks. That's all it was all it was doing. And we have a message that says, so it's about being a new team and not the best team. Well, Michigan did prove that they were the best team. It, it was new in the sense that you didn't have some of those same teams in the mix, but. Michigan did prove that they were the best team. And let me tell you about last night on Facebook. So many people, when it first started out, oh, there's going to be Georgia TCU blowout. And Washington came back and made it a game in halftime 20-13 to 13, and got the ball coming out second half. Had they scored, it's a different ball game. Yeah, it would have been. And and that was when he missed the pass down the sideline to Rome. Yeah. Adunze. Yep. Missed that pass down the sideline. Could have been a different game. Southern Structural Solutions text line. Byron says, so glad Michigan won. All the talk about Alabama and how they were going to blow them out. How Penix was going to pick them apart. Michigan beat everybody 15-0. and 0. And that's what uh, the mantra was a bit. That it was Michigan versus everybody. And so, yeah, they deserve all the credit that is going to be coming their way. 15-0, and 0, you definitely earned that championship. Six teams to uh, be 15-0 and 0 or better. And four of those have been since 2018. It's 2018, 2019, 2022, 2023. So Georgia had done it most recently before Michigan did it last night. Joe, this goes back to last week when I told you that Michigan may be too powerful. And I said that, is it because of the conference that Washington played in. And you came back and said, well, they played some of the best teams, and you named all those teams out there. Uh, I think I may be right. I think it's, 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 you know, it's different competition in the Big Ten and SEC that Michigan faced that, you know, Washington didn't face. You know, the power game, the upfront game, and Michigan line just dominated them from a get-go, and that was nothing Washington could do. I think that's more of a credit to Michigan overall, though. Not that they played better competition, but that they're just a, a stronger team altogether. Right. And Because the, the Big Ten, they do have talent, but they're a lot top-heavy with the talent. And so their top teams in Michigan, Ohio State, Penn State, they're really good, but they're top-heavy as far as the conference overall. Right. But they're about to get a lot stronger. Washington is joining the Big Ten. <laughs> Washington... Oregon, USC, UCLA, they're all going to the Big Ten. Mm. So it's only going to get better. Right. More of Out of Bounds to come up after this break. You want to get into the show, you can call 501-661-1037. Southern Structural Solutions text line, same number, 501-661-1037. Gangster Museum of America, life and feedback. Slim Chickens of Central Arkansas presents Rolling with Nolan on Drive Time Sports with Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer every Thursday at 6 on 103.7 The Buzz. This is Sports Center. Last night in college basketball, Pine Bluff fell to Alabama State 83 to 72. The Golden Lions are 5 and 2 on the season. They'll be back in action again on Saturday as they take on Texas Southern. Tonight in college basketball, there'll be four SEC games. Sixth ranked Kentucky will host Missouri at 6 on ESPN. South Carolina will travel to Tuscaloosa to take on Alabama at 6 on SEC Network. 18th ranked Auburn will host Texas A&M at 8 on ESPN2. And LSU will host Vanderbilt at 8 on the SEC Network. Nationally, there'll be one ranked matchup, 18th ranked BYU 
BYU will travel to Waco to take on 14th-ranked Baylor at 8 o'clock. Both teams are 12-2. and two. That game can be seen on the Big 12 Network or ESPN+. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. Arkansas, the wait is over. Brewski's North is officially open for business in the Lakewood Village Shopping Center. Doors open at 11 a.m. with all of your pub grub favorites and happy hour drink specials. Come get your grub on with the all-new Smash Burger lineup, best wings in the city with 11 different sauces, or try the new additions to the menu like the spicy Asian chicken salad. Live music starts the weekend every Thursday with karaoke every Friday and Saturday. Brewski's North, you're home for lunch, happy hour, and late night. Pick up Truck Accessory Warehouse presents Match Game on Morning Mayhem. Listen for your chance to play their version of the classic TV game show. Brought to you by Pickup Truck Accessory Warehouse, Arkansas's truck accessory headquarters for over 30 years. Call 501-568-0040 today or click online at arkansastruck.com. This year, we considered hiring an ad agency to help with our marketing. They pitched impressive visuals and a script that was inspiring. And exotic animal mascots to help grab your attention. In the end, we just decided to tell it to you straight. Shelter Insurance has award-winning customer service at affordable rates. Plus, our local agents are there to help you understand what coverage you need. See Shelter Agent Paul Griffin in Monticello, Sam Eklund in Star City, or Kyle Stone in Pine Bluff. Small business owners, we know finishing your to-do list can feel like climbing a mountain, but that mountain is also covered in banana peels. Then, when something new gets added to your list, you're like, nope, I'm already climbing this huge, super slippery banana peel mountain of a to-do list. At Progressive, we don't want to make your day any harder. That's why we make it easy to manage your policy on our mobile app. So climbing that banana peel mountain feels more like a leisurely stroll. See if you can save on commercial auto insurance in as little as six minutes at ProgressiveCommercial.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Coverage subject to policy terms and conditions. Okay, everyone, gather around. It's time for corny jokes about passing the torch. The team at Kirian's Welding was fused together solid. Thanks for all the late nights and early shifts. But double retirements mean the crew must bond with some certified new hires. You've both gone the extra millimeter. Indeed can help them hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Our hiring platform instantly connects you with quality candidates, and you can schedule and conduct virtual interviews right from the Indeed dashboard. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Guys, it's a new year, baby. It's 2024. Low T Center can make it a great one. If you've been feeling tired and grumpy, you've noticed a lack of motivation and drive, you may have low T. Low testosterone levels can cause weight gain, loss of muscle mass, and so much more. I recommend Low T Center. That's where I get my levels tested. They make it quick. They make it easy to get all your levels checked, and it's only 25 bucks. And with their on-site lab, you'll get results back in about 25 minutes. Go to LowTCenter.com now to book your appointment online. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. What would you call a city that made $100 million a year off of gambling and prostitution? The FBI called it illegal, but here in Hot Springs, Arkansas, we just called it tourism. Enjoy the story of the great American spa told by the people who lived through it at the award-winning Gangster Museum of America, 510 Central Avenue in Hot Springs. 501-318-1717 or go to TGMOA.com Fire up the grill this summer with the highest quality of meats from Hogs Meat Market and their new location off JFK Boulevard in North Little Rock. Hogs Meat Market. The Steak People.
Welcome back to Out of Bounds from the Hogs Meat Market Studio. Joe Franklin, Todd Pierce, Reggie Swinton. How are you feeling about the Michigan Championship? Congratulations to Michigan for getting it done. If you want to get into the show today, you can call 501-661-1037. Southern Structural Solutions text line, same number, 501-661-1037. Gangster Museum of America, life and feedback. There are plenty of comments here on the Southern Structural Solutions text line. JJ says it's unfortunate, but they'll have a cloud of a cheating scandal over them, but they went out and got the job done. So that's how JJ is feeling about Michigan and the championship. I don't feel that way. The players earned it. Uh, Harbaugh, he served his time, and they proved it in back-to-back games, back-to-back weeks, that they're worthy of being champions. So that's what I'm going to take from it. So it's going to be a mixed bag here. We have another comment. UM the champs. Doesn't matter what the NCAA does. And it's only tainted if it keeps getting talked about. If we keep talking about it, it'll eventually lead to the, to that. And uh, media just needs to stop before they make it something that it's not. There, there could be something to that. Well, for those who don't like Harbaugh, yeah, they'll keep it going. Let's see. They earned it. They are the champs. But I still think Georgia probably would have beat them. Uh, like, that doesn't matter. It's only about the teams that were involved right. in it. Washington receivers were held all night. Props to Michigan. I'm just tired of officials deciding the games. Now, when you're in that situation, it's up to the coach. If you see something happening, and even the players at times, to say something to the refs, and, uh, and you know, the coaches can point something out to say that be on the lookout for our receivers getting held and our receivers getting interfered with. And if you don't do that as a coaching staff, if you don't speak up for the players and they're calling the game a certain way, they're going to continue to call the game that certain way. But the D-line was getting held last night too. So those were ACC officials. So that must be how they call the games in the ACC. So they weren't they weren't used to that action the way it was. Huh? <laughs> hey, just to clarify, I only mentioned Georgia because I had seen people on social media last night mentioning Georgia and how the uh, the situation would have been different if Georgia had been involved. Oh yeah, no that that was nothing against what you said, Todd. It was just that you know for for that to be out there and for people to jump on board with that frame of thinking, right. like. It doesn't matter. No, it doesn't, it, it doesn't matter, matter because they because weren't involved, so it's all hypothetical, like you said. That, that's all it is, and there's nothing you can do about it. You can't go back and, and play the game and put Georgia in the college football playoff. What Georgia did against Florida State, it was impressive, but Florida State had a number of players out of the game, so that and made so a difference Georgia. in the game yeah. as well. So, yeah, all that, it, it doesn't matter it's in the noise. big picture. It's noise. That's all it is. Uh, let's see, another comment here. Did they win because of Harbaugh or in spite of him since he did miss half the season? No, they did win because of him simply because he was still involved in practice. You And you can see this team come together, and, and they really played as a unit and played for each other. And played for that coach who they love. Definitely. Players love their coaches for the most part. And if your coach go through hard times, you want to go out there and play harder for him to show your appreciation for that coach bringing you in. Another comment, I'm looking forward to the 12-team playoff. And um, we'll see that now it'll be stretched out. And you won't it won't just come down to four teams. And then we'll argue over the fifth team that should have gotten in. Now it'll be the 13th team. Somebody now you're gonna have, have that argument. But, but it'll, it'll, be more, it'll be expanded. You know, I wish it was more like 18 because now you got 12 teams. It's just a revenue builder because teams, teams 9 through 12 really ain't going to have a real legit shot to win it. So you think, you think 12 is too many. Now, if we look at, and we are looking at professional sports for the most part, but even with college sports, look at the, the other two sports the, of the three majors, basketball and baseball, Basketball has 68, baseball has 64, and of college football, if you're talking about 100-plus teams, but it only comes down to 12, 
that's still a very small percentage of the teams that have a chance to win. And if you look at it on the FCS level, they play a 24-team playoff. So so are they going to do it where the one plays 12, two plays 11, or is one, two, three, and four going to have a bye? They'll have a bye. And five plays 12? Yeah, yeah, the uh, top four will have a bye. So how long is it going, going to be extended out to? To February? Because uh, now you're messing with teams all season, team spring ball. Players ain't going to have enough rest to get their bodies right. It's all the revenue generator, man. I don't like it because it's not going to give those players enough time to recover. And I say that because it, <clears throat> the NFL, the teams that make the Super Bowl, they're only off for a month and a half, and they're right back in the offseason. But so, that's the price you pay for winning the championship, though. Yeah, I, but in college – you know, well, I know these players now getting paid, so it's kind of like semi-pro. But still, man, your body needs some sort of time to heal from those brutal hits. And a month and a half is not a, is not long enough. So at, at this point, it's going to extend it out at least a, a week, if not like a week and a half or so, because the date for the 2025 game is January 20th. So how many regular season games are they going to now? Ten? No, no, they they didn't cut back on regular season schedule. Or championship games, which if you took the championship games away, that would matter in the big picture. So you're still playing your 12 games. If you're a lower seed, you got the first bowl game. If you win that, you could play up to, what, 16, 17 games? Is that possible? Yeah, yeah. And and now think about this. The teams that play in the championship games – they're playing an extra game compared to some of those teams that just get in at the end. And maybe that's why it is a good idea for the top four to have a bye. And so now they're, you know, it kind of balances out as far as number of games that they're playing. I think it's a bit much, but hey, make that money, NCAA. Make no, that money. They're going to do that. <laughs> Let's go to the phones and talk to Jake. What's up, Jake? Hey, Freak. What's, the, what's going on, Reggie? How you guys doing? All right now. Doing good. Hey, uh... And I hate to say this, like, they, <laughs> Washington had, had had several chances last night, and they were all stubbed by one player, and it was number 73 on the offensive line. That dude had, I don't know how, the ball started on the big play, the big pass play, and I don't, or the, hold or whatever it was, and I don't know how many false starts. And I'm like, man, how can you, you play with this team all year long, and I don't know what year that guy is in, and I hate to call out one single player. But it really seemed like to me, like he just totally self-destructed their offense by his penalties. Look at the penalties last night. See how many were called on 73. Yeah, he did. I he just did. Want have, to hear you guys' thoughts on that? I mean, because it was like every single time, holding, false start, holding, false start, holding, false start. Same dude, man. I mean, it reminds me of Ray Dominguez when he played for Arkansas. <laughs> you know, that dude couldn't line up without getting a false start. Okay, we appreciate <laughs> I mean, it, Jake. For real. <laughs> but anyway, just want to hear you alls thoughts on that, but. Congrats to uh, Pacekin and congrats to Michigan. Uh, it, it was a good win. It was a good game, and 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 they proved, man, they earned it. So I'll give them their due. All right, appreciate it, Jake. Now, as far as seventy three for Washington, he did have he had his, a bad night. He did, but is that did he have a bad night just because he had a bad night, or was it because of Michigan and the defenders from Michigan that really got to him? That's what you want to ultimately give the credit to Michigan because those false starts, they were caused by the fact that they were getting pressure he up front. He was getting beat. But here go the thing with me. When you see a player like that, Joe, on that one where he got the penalty on that long 30-yard play, when they put the camera on him, he showed no emotion like, hey, you know, my bad. That type of thing plays a big part in your teammates when they see, man, you don't give a damn that you cost us 30 yards. Uh, he showed no emotion, like, oh, my bad. He just got back and huddled, like, okay, next play. And that made it – that was a 42-yard uh, turnaround. And that was a third-down play, wasn't it? A second third-down play? It, I think it was a 
I can't remember what down it was, but it was a big play. That and it would have put him in field goal range at least. Yeah. So, and they wound up punting after that. So, so when you say that um, have an effect on the teammates just by your body language, body it, language, yeah. Like we read all of that. You know, show some concern that you screwed up. You know, my bad. Just get back in the huddle like that. But you just cost us a big play that could have helped us win the championship game. And so there are small things that people don't even realize that plays a mental part in athletes' heads. We see a lot that's going on. And when you show some concern like you care, it makes us be like, all right, man, Joe, all right, next time, bro. But just to show no concern as an athlete, that affects us. Southern Structural Solutions text line, if he was doing something outside the rule book, I might feel like it was tainted. In my opinion, it's a loser's excuse to bring it up. But there are people that feel like that. There's people who don't like him. Yeah. Like Paul Feinbaum. And there are plenty of them out there. (laughs) Plenty of Harbaugh detractors. Right. The the Harbaugh boys can coach. They're they're both proven it. Kim says, hard to argue, 15-0. And 15 games is most played, and that's only two teams out of the 130-plus schools. So they're saying that the amount of games that are going to be played, which is something you were concerned about, Reg, is it's only going to be two teams that play that number of games. But it goes back to, like we said, that's the cost of winning the championship. That's something that LeBron dealt with for years where the teams that he played on, they would always make it to the finals. And then you have a shorter off season, and now he's worn out and there's a quick turnaround to come back for the NBA season. I don't think LeBron's a good um, a good example because LeBron ain't worn out. He's still dunking on Paul George right now. <laughs> LeBron just got some people don't have. But, no, I get it, Joe. Um, but, again, your body needs rest. And in football, it's definitely going to need some rest. But, hey, kudos to all those who win those championship games, man, because you got those memories for years, and that's something that cannot be taken from you. Byron says Washington had five penalties for 30 yards. Michigan had five for 45 yards. The ref arguments, it holds no weight. So he's saying that Michigan had more penalty yards and the same amount of penalties. But it's when you get those penalties. Crucial situations. Big first down play, and now you take us back 10 yards. On top of 30 yards, we got already. And also you have to think about those penalties. Like you were mentioning there, Reg, the play itself, it may be a five-yard penalty, but it wiped out a 30-something yard right. gain. Right. So you do have to factor that in. It's not in the stats, but when you think about the game and what you're watching and what got wiped away by a penalty, that makes a major and difference. And it calms your fan base down who just got excited and was, you know, y'all was going to ride that momentum, and now it's back to, dang, we're going back five yards, 10 yards, 15 yards. So Byron is a Michigan fan. If uh, you're a Michigan fan, you want to celebrate today, we want to hear from you. Call in. You can call 501-661-1037, Southern Structural Solutions text line. Same number, 501-661-1037. Gangster Museum of America Life and Feedback. NFL coaching news, Mike Vrabel is now available as the Titans have moved on from Mike Vrabel. He's somebody that... He said he he wanted to meet with the team at the end of the season, which happened. He was unhappy about the maybe the future direction of the team, and so now he's been let go. And if you start to connect the dots, then it seems as if the Patriots may have an opening. That's not official yet, but Bill Belichick may be moving on from there. And if that becomes available, Mike Vrabel will be at the top of the Patriots list to make him their new head coach. It only makes sense. It only makes sense. But now to just give him that job without going through through your process because he's an ex-patriot is not right. But I think we all know what's going to happen because he has those patriot ties. And uh, just some notes on Mike Vrabel. He was the coach with the Titans for the last six seasons. They finished the season at 6-11. And, 11, and um, he's they had four consecutive winning seasons, but – they had back-to-back seasons this season, past season, where they were under 500, and uh, just some comments that were out there. Um, 
Derrick Henry. He says that he was shocked by Mike Vrabel's firing, and Derrick Henry is somebody that could be moving on. He says, wow, wow, I'm shocked. Coach Vrabel is a leader of men. He's a great coach and teacher. I know he'll get another opportunity right away. I will look forward to it. So maybe you connect the dots there also. If Derrick Henry is available, he may go with him. Yeah, wherever Mike Rabel ends up, he goes. I'm telling you where Derrick going. Oh, yeah, I know. uh, You're already thinking Cowboys. Yes, I know where he's going. Please go there. They have to get the deal done. That's on Jerry, and I ain't really securing that. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go to the phones and talk to Touchdown Hog. What's up, Touchdown Hog? Hey, I appreciate uh, y'all having me on. Uh, I always enjoy listening to y'all's show. And um, I just wanted to say that, you know, just by how the transfer portal season is going, I know this is completely unrelated to, you know, what y'all are talking about right now. But uh, I'm just going to talk about it because it's probably on the minds of everybody here uh, in Arkansas. Uh, There's probably, I I would give it, uh, after being a lifelong fan, I'd I'd give us probably a 99% chance of going three and nine next year so what could you go over what that looks like if we go three and nine this upcoming year thanks all right if the Razorbacks go three and nine this upcoming season off a four and eight season you can expect coaching changes and and, and, and multiple coaching changes from from the top yeah and and it it would depend on what that three and nine look like when you're talking about mid-season Reg um it would depend on what it looked like because if you um, if you start off two and zero, which you should, because of non conference scheduling, you start off two and zero, or you start off one and one, and you win a couple of games, and you're sitting at three and one, and then you lose a number of games in a row. Maybe they let it play out to the end of the season, but if you come out and you're losing non conference games to begin with, that's when you could look at a coaching change mid season. But that's something that's so far away and. And, uh, I mean, it's hard to project right now, but just based off that, if it's 3-9, and nine, there will be multiple coaching changes. And the scores of those 3-9 and nine games, plus, you know, the body language of the players as well, all that plays a big factor. Also, uh, another note about Mike Vrabel. Titans won back-to-back AFC championships in 20 and 21. They earned the number one seed in the AFC in 2021. And throughout his tenure, they were 54 and 45, and in the postseason they were two and three, and they went to the AFC Championship game in 2019. So it's not as though Coach Vrabel didn't have plenty of success with the Titans. They're looking at the the last two seasons. What have you done for me lately? That's exactly what it comes down to, and that's why you know the the thought is that he's a really good coach. And that's why you could see that he wouldn't be out there long and he would have other opportunities coming his way. Correct. So that's something to keep an eye on. You add the Titans to the mix of the Chargers, Raiders, Panthers, Commanders, and possibly Patriots. Possibly Patriots. There, uh, There's another one hanging out there, but it, it's lining up to what it usually is there are usually about on average seven jobs NFL jobs that are available each season and it's kind of lining up to be about the same we're sitting at six right now we have more of Out of Bounds coming up after this break oh Lions. Saints could be the Saints yeah yeah that's a possibility could be the Saints yeah coming up from the Hogs Meat Market studio it's more of Out of Bounds Joe Franklin Todd Pierce Reggie Swinton stay tuned Is your Oaklawn thoroughbred racing action so close you can feel it? Or is it the view from your trackside luxury suite? However you like it, racing season is off and running at Oaklawn with live races every weekend through May 4th. It's fun by the furlong all season long. Make your reservations today at oaklawn.com. What's your Oaklawn? Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Do you need health insurance? 
Open enrollment for the Arkansas Health Insurance Marketplace is happening now. Do you have questions about plans and coverage or need help with enrollment? Visit myarinsurance.com to connect with an Arkansan waiting to help at no cost to you. But hurry, the final open enrollment deadline for 2024 health insurance coverage is January 16th. Find help today at myarinsurance.com. This is the Pigskin Preacher, bringing you the word. Woody Hayes, Daryl Royal, and other old school coaches were fond of saying, three things can happen when you pass, and two of them are bad. Harding University coach Paul Simmons would likely identify with that. But when you run the football as well as the bison do, who needs to pass? Harding set an NCAA record with over 6,000 yards rushing on their way to the school's first national championship. Congrats to the Bison Nation for bringing excellence to football in Arkansas. James A. Harding, Cliff Gaines, and Jimmy Allen would approve of the mighty Flexbone. Just down the road in White County is Rosebud, and the Doublebees there is known for legendary hamburgers and hot plate lunches. Come celebrate the national championship Bison at Doublebees. It's where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Doublebees. Sonic Cersei welcomes Randy and Drive Time Sports to Harding University Tuesday afternoon to help celebrate the Bison's National Championship. The celebration starts at 6.30 in the Huckabee Fieldhouse. Meet the players, tour the practice facility, and much more Tuesday evening at Harding University. My ride smells just right, just right, just right. Just Y'all gotta try that for Bree's car. Just right, just right, just right, just right. Yeah. La, 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 la. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're in the middle of a kitchen update, and you can't tell if that's a faucet stem or a flange. With the Home Depot app, doing doesn't miss a beat. It'll find what you need in a snap, and it'll show you how to find it in store with a tap. Or get it delivered free. For doing that doesn't stop, download the Home Depot app. It's made for doing. As MNB continues to grow, we want you to know the one thing that will never change is the way we do business. We still make the process of securing a loan simple and straightforward with a staff of experienced and professional loan officers. MNB has a variety of products and services to fit your individual requirements. Whether it's buying a new home, starting a new business, or expanding your business, our rates are extremely competitive. You keep moving forward. At MNB, we've got your back. Check us out at mnbbank.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Cord TV's Chanley Painter checks in with Morning Mayhem, courtesy of the Gangster Museum of America and the Hattery of Hot Springs. The former Miss Arkansas will fill us in on the latest high-profile cases. Don't miss Chanley Painter with Morning Mayhem on 103.7 The Buzz. Make your tailgate the party of the parking lot by getting the best meats in all of Arkansas at Hogs Meat Market, the steak people.
Welcome back to Out of Bounds, live from the Hogsmeade Market Studio. Joe Franklin, Todd Pierce, Reggie Swinton. National Championship game, Michigan gets it done. 34-13 over Washington. There were some moments throughout the game, some some big-time moments on the field, but also in the suite. Yeah, Michael Jordan. Money. Derek Jeter. Money. Stephen A. Smith. Money. Travis Scott. Money. And many more. But that was a, a big-time high-dollar suite where they were all hanging out together. And the connections are there with Derek Jeter, who's from Michigan. And had he gone to college, he was signed to play baseball for Michigan. And then the Michigan football team, Jordan, is their clothing apparel for their uniform, Jordan brand. So you had uh, many connections there. Stephen A. Smith. Being who he is and uh, controlling the media market the way he does. <laughs> and then Travis Scott, who's from Houston, and he's an icon in Houston. So there was, was a lot of uh, high star power there in that suite last night. Can you imagine some of the conversations going on in that thing last night? Some of the business conversations that was going on, yeah. I would have just loved to just heard what they were talking about. Just not sports, just business. Just business, man. Being around Jordan, one. Being around Dick Jeter, two. You could learn a whole lot in an hour. And then you know Stephen A. Smith took over. You know he took <laughs> of over. course he did. <laughs> he could talk with the best of them. And then Travis Scott, as talented as he is, and, you know, you mentioned money. Money had, had a lot to do with those conversations. It's all about networking. Right. They may have put a show together. Who knows? And and you know what else? All four of them, well, of course, Stephen A., but all of them, with, with all the money they have, they all got in free. They, and that's what happens. When you have money, things are always given to you. Oh, trust me. I know. When I was in Dallas, I know. Everywhere I went, every restaurant, they knew who I was. I didn't pay. I just tipped. Yeah, that's that, how it that, is. That's how it works. <laughs> that's exactly how it works. They, when, you, when you don't need clothes, when you have money to buy all the clothes you need, they send you clothes. I got suits. I got shoes because they wanted me to wear their brand, so they would give me stuff. So I just know how it is. I miss that life, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> you're a walking billboard. I miss and, that life. And you're still a walking billboard because now you have your own apparel and you have your own merchandise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do CR Sports, and I wear it every day, everywhere I go. <laughs> I get to wear me around. <laughs> That's definitely the way to do it. Other news um, with the Giants. They're making, uh, or it looks like they're in line to make a change for defensive coordinator. Wink Martindale is expected to resign. And um, Brian Dayball, he said about both coordinators he said, it's my expectation that they're going to come back. I think they're good coaches, so it should be a good opportunity and uh, continuity for those guys to come back. I know Wink talks about this and as a destination place and things like that. It's good. I appreciate how hard they've worked, the commitment to the team, and so that is the plan. Now, he said that in a previous conversation, but sources have said they expect that Wink Martindale is going to move on, and it has to do with some defensive assistants that have been let go. You had outside linebackers coach Drew Wilkins and his brother, Kevin Wilkins, and those guys are said to be Wink Martindale's top assistants. They came over from the Ravens. He was with the Ravens before. They were with him with the Ravens, now with the Giants, and those guys were let go. And so you can see that Wink Martindale may be moving on. Also, the Giants made a, a change with their special teams coordinator and uh, Thomas McGahee. So Giants have made plenty of changes on their coaching staff, and it's expected that if Wink Martindale does move on, he's 60 years old, had a lot of, a lot of success in the NFL as a defensive coach, and um, he's going to draw interest from plenty of teams. 
And it's expected that he'll draw interest from teams who feel like they're close and maybe even teams that are currently in the playoff mix. If they decide to make some changes, then that's where Wink Martindale will end up. So it'll be interesting to see with him. Man, Joe, when you lose, man, it's it's, and you can have some really good coaches there, but when you lose, somebody got to take the fall. Somebody, and so you have, you know, you have a lot of coaches on, on the same staff, but they don't have the same philosophies, and so therefore the schemes ain't gonna work because it's not working on the field, and those players ain't buying in. So a lot of times coaches get fired because players ain't buying in. They don't believe in the three-four scheme or the four-three scheme or, you know, a dog blitz or a zone blitz. And so you sign a guy that come from this uh, scheme, but now he's here and that scheme don't work for him. And so now his stats going down. So now he ain't playing hard, and it all trickles down to everybody. So somebody losing their job because of a loss. And that can be hard on coaches simply because a lot of those players, like you're talking about, that don't believe, they may not even be there. They may be moving on. And now the result of everything has cost some coaches some jobs, but even some players. How we talked about players at the end of the season, and they're playing hard. They're playing hard for the next situation and and their next destination, and uh, maybe playing for some new contracts also. So there's a lot to be shaken out at the end. And then you got players who know they'll be there next year who don't like this coach. They ain't giving that coach all they got because they want him gone. I've seen it. I've seen it. (laughs) Seen it. Been there. Yeah, definitely. All that. Uh, Hour two coming up here on Out of Bounds, live from the Hogs Meat Market Studio. Joe Franklin, Todd Pierce, Reggie Swinton. Stay tuned. Stay up to date with the latest Razorback news with the Red White Report every weekday with Justin and Wes on The Zone. Brought to you by Big O' Tires with locations in Cabot and Conway. Fellas, what's good? Clint Sterner here for Low T Center. Look, if you've noticed a lack of energy, motivation, and drive, it could be Low T. Be sure to schedule your health assessment at Low T Center. They offer the convenience of physician-monitored self-inject at-home testosterone treatments with an average pay-